Welcome to the Built and Beyond podcast. This is where we share trends and knowledge and cool tools that just might help take some bricks off your back. If you're looking for insight into the built and natural environment, and well, beyond, this is the place. If you're in the federal space and want to drive innovation, we have some thoughts. Transportation, asset management, water infrastructure concerns keeping you up at night? We have guests who will talk about that too. We're all in this together, so let's get to it. Uh, hey, everybody, and welcome. My name is Jeff Okerson. I'm Director of Consult Services for Faithful Gould. And today we're going to be talking about PMO, what it is, why you should care, and why we are podcasting about it. So hold on to something. There's a lot to unpack, including exactly how you benefit by implementing a PMO program. So let's jump right in. When an opportunity presented itself with you know, Faithful and Gould, which is part of Atkins and now part of SNC, um, and at the time, and this is back in early 2000s when I joined up, uh, it was it was pretty much a project controls organization, and it fascinated me, right? And part of it because it was a, you know, it was an English based firm, and I thought it was super cool, and you know, and they were doing some super cool stuff. I thought, and and um, opportunity came up to to uh, do some work with them with uh, British Petroleum on the West Coast, so I grabbed it and took it, and never looked back. So here, 17 years, almost 17 years later, you know, we're um, found myself in a in a position where or we're you know, creating PMOs, we're creating processes and how to implement PMOs, doing a lot of cool stuff with technology around it and process and, and really taking a lot of good lessons learned and, and experience from the past and, uh, and, and a lot of other really good people as well and creating some really, really cool stuff, I think. So PMOs mean a lot of things to a lot of different people, right? So my background is energy, industrial, a little bit of transportation, right? I'm talking the big, heavy stuff. And, and so that's, that's where I come from. And that's a world that, um, that most of them have PMOs or, or a PMO type organization or functionality. But, um, but most, industries, most industries do it. I mean, as far as us and our group, you know, we, uh, the F&G and the Atkins organization, you know, we have these verticals or, or sectors or different business units and you know, whether it be DOT or whether it be transportation or energy or uh, infrastructure or transportation or healthcare or, you know, all the things that we dabble in, every single one of those um, uh, you know, verticals or sectors, if you will, all, all most of the, uh, the clientele within those, within those, um, those columns have some sort of um, delivery organization for projects and programs of, of various, you know, types and degrees and levels of success. So pretty much everybody. We've been implementing PMOs for a long time, you know, under different names. You know, we've everything from uh, putting in processes and procedures and technology and and you, you name it for a very long time. But we we undertook an effort a couple of years ago to really consolidate a lot of these things and put it together underneath a uh, a very structured uh, yet flexible implementation process. So we um, and, and taking all the best practices that we have learned as a group and a company over the years to 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 bring all that together, we'll get called in or we'll go and and talk to a client about their their delivery organization and 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 we will go in and do an assessment right, and what we call our our um, uh, process and delivery. Uh, no, I'm sorry, performance and delivery optimization process, which includes a number of different assessments and tools to be able to ascertain exactly where the client is, where they want to be, a bit of a gap analysis. You know, we look at it <clears throat> and ask a bunch of questions through surveys and investigations and a number of other different ways through through lenses of um, people, process, technology, 
and culture and organizational uh, elements that that drive the success of of delivery of these organizations. And it's a very comprehensive set of uh, analysis tools that we use. But but long story short, at the end of this, what comes out of there is a full blown roadmap of recommendations that that we think this you could take as an organization and build up what you want to be and where you want to be as in terms of project delivery, program delivery, right? And we do it in a, in a very pragmatic and fit for purpose kind of way, right? To try to avoid bloat and to make sure it's exactly what you're looking for. And so if you look at it from a standpoint of like there, there nothing exists, what we would do and what they would do with us, and, and ideally we would guide them along you know, every step of the way, would be um, would be to to create the organization. Now, typically, the, a majority of the work that we've done has been a uh, kind of assessing and enhancing existing PMOs that are kind of broken or don't work very well, or you know the delivery isn't working, or there's just something wrong, and they know they can do better. That historically has been the bulk of our work, where where they know something's not quite right, they don't know what it is, so they'll call us in to be able to do this assessment, and we very clearly have this uh, uh, the, the very clear set of recommendations and a prioritized roadmap for them. So what comes out of that? One of the uh, one of the items that specifically might come out of that, for example, say, you know, we we think you know your organization structure should change to add certain elements like a more of a project control heavy on the project controls maybe you're too bloated over here on process right maybe you have too much bureaucracy loaded into here maybe there's ways to streamline this all right so let's sit together and workshop this and figure out what that's going to be um the the process that we've developed is is um, an 11-step process that carries a client step by step all the way through from cradle to grave and it's and it's adaptable and malleable and scalable to be able to compensate for all these different things that may or may not come up during the course of these conversations. So the initial assessment up front is the important piece, right? And that's where we really get to know, okay, who you are, what you want to do, where you want to be as an organization, and then we'll go, we'll, we'll go away and do what we need to do to put a roadmap out to fill those gaps. So it could be uh, another example might be, you know, somebody's using spreadsheets where we think there might be a tool on the market that we would recommend that we would uh, implement for them that would that would streamline their process and automate um, um, quite a bit of, uh, you know, quite a bit of, of what they do from a from a delivery standpoint, or it could be addition or uh, even reduction of of, uh, of resources, or it could be streamlined um, or new or streamlined or uh, at times even deleted processes or procedures. Right? There's there's a number of different ways to enhance these these different uh, these different approaches towards program delivery, and and um, and that's you know, something that we typically see. Uh, what, what we typically see is somebody who's, who's like I said, in a, uh, in a state where it's, um, it's not working quite like it should, and they're looking for help. So, you know, uh, it's all about, all about the dollar, right? So if you're in the private industry, it's all about shareholder return. So you want to you get that bang for the buck and that return on, on whatever investment you happen to build, right? So if you want to be first to market, it was something or if you're building a new facility or if you're building something that's going to produce something some new whiz baggy thing it's all about getting it done as fast as efficiently as safe as possible in order to get whatever it is that you want to start making money on out there right and pmos help you do that it helps you in a, in a structured way to to uh, efficiently get these things done in 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 the least amount of time possible with the fewest amount of resources with the with the uh at the lowest amount of cost right and at the end of the day it's it's pretty much about saving cost right making money and saving as much as you can right 
you know, of course, it's uh, all about you know getting these these things done safely as well, and that's that's always number one, and and paying attention to environmental impacts and you know sustainability and those types of things too. But but really, the the major benefit, the major driver is 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 usually usually money. So we're going to geek out. So bringing on several members of uh, of my team here who've been deeply, deeply involved in in program delivery and and uh, deeply involved in in helping us build our implementation process. We got Richard Tugaskis coming up, who's a, a phenomenal, uh, a wonderful, um, very funny guy, and his partner in crime, Russ Burnham. And uh, Richard is uh, kind of a jack of all trades. He's uh, also got a design background, but he's also deeply involved in, in program delivery and he's dipping his toes into uh, some advanced thinking and machine learning and artificial intelligence and how we can apply that towards uh, program delivery. And we are working on that now. So Rich is gonna come on by and talk about some of that later on. Uh, Russ will be coming on by to talk about our PDO or our performance and delivery optimization process. He'll talk through that. And that's really the front end that I described before, the really, really important anchor that, uh, that, that uh, investigates, you know, where you're at and where you want to be. Talk about that a little bit. Also going to have Tim Har on board, and Tim is uh, another another wild and crazy guy who's uh, doing a, doing a lot of work for us on a visualization standpoint and and a lot of the uh, you know forward thinking dashboarding that we've been doing. You know, using uh, Power BI and Tableau and some really out of the out of the box kind of thinking on on uh, stretching that tool to its absolute limit. And uh, but in a neat, tidy way to give people exactly what they need. So Tim's going to talk a lot about the um, the human consumption of data and not just, you know, um, the technical stuff behind it, but really how we consume data as human beings and how we've done a lot of research into that and and incorporated a lot of that into our development process on dashboards. And, and as a result, the group is doing some absolutely beautiful work. Um, so those three gentlemen are on deck and, and some of the other topics we'll talk about, we're going to focus in on technology and where we see that going in the future. And of course, that's a buzzword uh, at the moment for, for pretty much everybody uh, where we see you know, data involved and big data and, and uh, some of the advanced analytics that, that, that we're playing with and where we see that going in terms of program and project delivery. And we're also going to dive into a little bit of the human side as well. We've done a lot of study and a lot of uh, investigation in how to quantify cultural and organizational impacts into our assessment and 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 how that really really drives the uh, the uh, the performance of uh, programs and projects so we've, uh, again we've done a lot of study on that and it's some pretty pretty exciting stuff and that's actually a topic that's kind of near and dear to my heart right you know uh, understanding what makes people tick and and uh, what makes people excited, and and, um, and really what 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 drives certain behaviors that either help or hinder um, the performance of a PMO. And from what we've learned on that over the years, and we've incorporated a lot of that into our assessment and our delivery model as well to really to really understand, and not just through like you know uh, organizational change management, but in other ways as well. How do we stop certain biases from happening? How do we how do we stop silos from being created? You know, how do we how do we try to 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 take into account you know leadership and teamwork and collaboration and and encourage a a, a culture of innovation that type of thing and continuous improvement that's all related to the people side. So that's something we'll dive into on a uh, on another another episode as well. So you know we're really going to hit the uh, hit the hot spots um, really around process what we've done around the processes in our process we're going to talk about people 
people and human beings in general and and um, what what uh, what makes us tick and how we've incorporated that into our process. We're going to talk about technology quite a bit um, in terms of where we see that going, what we've done, what we're doing, what we see happening out there in the wild world, wide world and and uh, where that may lead us. And then, and again, as mentioned, we'll talk about visualization and dashboarding and the importance of that, which includes the importance of the data that goes into it, not just uh, not just the actual shiny stuff on the screen, right? And the importance of actually making sure that everything is is uh, rock solid, you know, garbage in, garbage out. So, so a lot of stuff to talk about, and um, yeah, excited to uh, to get cracking. You know, there's a camaraderie with with the group here too, and and that is, um, I've told these folks before many, well, I've told them many times, and and recently that this is the best group I've worked with in my uh, now long and 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 varied career, and um, you know, I think the, uh, the the results of that show, you know, with our with our processes that we built and the technology we put together, and and um, are, are just our, our finger on the zeitgeist of the uh, you know the project world. Um, uh, and we just love doing it. We're all in it for the love of the game. All right, that's it. So tune in next time. I'll be joined by a group of geeky professionals who share their wisdom, insight, and how you can increase efficiencies and save costs at the same time. Thanks, and talk to you next time.